Hey guys, welcome to episode number six of Mind, Muscle, and Soul. Uh, my name is Mike Ercolano, and if you've been listening from the beginning, you know that this will be now the third time that I've changed the name of this uh, podcast. Uh, but I'm trying to get all the kinks out now and you know work all this stuff out now before anybody's actually listening, or no offense to all my <laughs> listeners now, but before... Um, you know, hopefully this gets out past uh, past my inner circle and uh, starts getting out to other people. Uh, I want to get this right, and I think that um, the name, starting with the name, is important. Um, now, why did I decide to change it from uh, the Fitness Facts podcast to Mind, Muscle, and Soul? Uh, well, it's a little play on the um, you know the term mind, body, and soul. Uh, you know, with my little twist on it, um, you know, changing, obviously changing body to muscle, uh, because a lot of this podcast does have to do with um, strength training, lifting weights, um, fitness side of things. Uh, but I realized after my last, uh, my last episode where I kind of went on a little rant about uh, mindset and it, it kind of, I kind of went off track with it because, you know, I, I was really trying to focus this podcast on uh, on fitness and health uh, related topics in general, but I realized that I have a whole lot more to offer than just uh, fitness and health topics. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of um, experience, whether it's personal experience or just working with, uh, with clients and members and, and their experiences and helping them through situations that, you know, I have a lot more experience and a lot more to offer when it comes to the mindset and when it comes to uh, soul searching and just being right, um, you know, through the whole foundation of our body. And that's with our mind and our soul and our body or muscle, as as I like to put it in uh, in the name of this, uh, this podcast. So uh, I hope you guys don't mind that I've changed the name one more time. I'm hoping this time it sticks. And uh, for the next... I don't know, however long I decide to do this podcast, um, hopefully this will be the name of it. So without uh, further ado, I'd like to jump into today's topic. And if you've uh, read the title of the podcast, you'll know that I'm talking today about why I absolutely hate HIT training or uh, high interval or high intensity interval training. Now, I know what a lot of you are thinking, especially since most of you right now who are listening to this are, are members of, of mine at a Next Generation Training Center. And I think, but, but Mike, we do HIT training all the time. And, and the reason why I'm saying I hate HIT training is because HIT training or H-I-I-T, which you might see on some gym schedules or class schedules, uh, is now a buzzword. It's now a word that's being thrown around and used uh, to explain a lot of different types of training. And if you've paid attention at all to what we've been doing at Next Generation Training Center uh, and, and you've been paying attention to the, the different categories of our workouts and different types of workouts we're doing, we no longer call our workouts HIT training. Uh, and, and that's for one particular reason and obviously for my reason alone um, because I was the one who made that change. But um, the true definition of high-intensity interval training uh, isn't what most people do. Uh, and, and we were very much guilty of it as well um, until I started thinking deeply about 
um, what our training actually is and, and what I should be calling it. And high intensity interval training or HIT training uh, is exactly what it is. It's exactly how it sounds. It's high intensity. So anytime that you have a training um, regimen where the workout consists of intervals of a longer work period over a rest period, for example, we do this a lot at Next Gen, a 30 seconds of work followed by a 15 seconds of rest. That is not a high intensity interval training program. Now, the key word or the key terms um, in that is high intensity. All right, how many of you have ever done a quote unquote hit program and you know, halfway through the round, you slow down, you get tired, you know, halfway through um, the circuit, you're going at a slow pace because your body's just burnt, you're exhausted, you know, you're going hard for 15 seconds, and the other 15 seconds, you're slowing down, and that's because there's processes in your body that change after a certain period of time, after a certain length of, um, of training, and high-intensity interval training is not meant to cross over that path. And I'm, I, I'm trying to keep it um, as simple as possible for the purpose of this podcast, but your body goes through different stages during a workout and during different phases of a workout. So when you're exercising, you're going as hard as you can for, let's say, a 15, 10 to 15 second period, you need a longer rest to be able to perform at that level. A high intensity program is a performance-based program. It's a performance-based workout. The purpose of doing a high intensity interval training workout is to put out the uppermost output that you possibly can for the working period. So if it's a 10 second period of work, you're going 100% for that 10 seconds. Now, it's literally impossible for your body to put out a 100% effort for a longer period of time, followed by a short period of time, and then back into it again. So, for example, let's, let's use what I was talking about before. A 30-second work period followed by a 15-second work period, and then back into a 30 seconds of, of work is not going to give your body enough recovery for it to be a high intensity workout. It might feel high intensity. It might feel like you're getting your butt kicked and your, your heart rates through the roof and you're burning a ton of calories. And yes, and all that's great. And all that is what we are shooting for during our, um, our afterburn sessions at next gen, if you go to next gen, or if you don't, we structure it where, um, half the days during the week are a, what we call afterburn or more of a, um, cardio based workout. And the other half are, are strength exercises or strength workouts. And those are more strength exercises and, and, and based off of strength. So it's a little slower pace. All right. So in order to get a quote unquote high intensity workout, you need a work to rest period of about one to five or six. So if you're doing a true high intensity interval training workout, you are going about 10 seconds of work followed by a 50 to 60 second rest period. 
And that gives your body enough time to recover. It, it gives the systems in your body enough time to recover to give a 100% output during your work period. That does not happen during a, a what we call it, or what I call a time set period where you're going 30 seconds on with a 15 second rest or a Tabata. A lot of people know what Tabata is now. It's very, very, um, it's another hot, to- hot term and it's because it's great. It's great. There, there's a lot of benefits to a Tabata, which is 20 seconds of work followed by a 10 second rest. There's a lot of benefits to it. And there's a lot of benefits to doing a quote unquote time set is what we call it, where it's a 30 second work with a 15 second rest period or a 40 second work with a 20 second rest period. There are a ton of good benefits to that. And when your goal is fat loss, when your goal is to get into better, quote unquote, shape, when your your goal is to come and get a hard, intense workout for an hour and go home getting better than you were when you walked in the door, then it has its place. But if your goal is to increase your performance, is to increase your power output, is to be able to to get better on the field or to be able to run a faster sprint or to be able to generate more power while hitting a softball than a work the rest period of one to a half, which is 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off, is not going to be the right programming for you. That is not going to be the right pathway to get to the results that you're looking for. So all these trainers out here, all these gyms out here are now calling their program HIT programs. And that's high intensity interval training or high and in, yeah, high intensity interval training. Okay. All these trainers that are doing that are and gyms are doing that are, are really giving false advertising. And like I've said, I've been guilty of that. And not purposely, and I'm not saying these gyms and trainers are doing it purposely, but they're using a a buzzword, a word that everybody or a lot of people now know of and and understand and have a kind of a visual or understanding of what that means. And they're using that to advertise their program and they're using that to advertise their workouts. But in reality, it's not a hit workout or a HIT program unless you are doing a longer rest period to work period. So unless you're going to the gym and they're doing, let's just use med ball slams, for example, and you're going 10 seconds of med ball slams followed by a 50 to 60 second rest period, that is a HIT program. But I can guarantee you most places are not. If you go to, and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but you go to Orange Theory and there's nothing that could be said about Orange Theory's success. They are a monster in the gym world right now. They are the top growing uh, training gym, not only in the country, but in the world, at least from my understanding, um, from what I've read about and, and have researched about. They're growing faster than any other um, training gym. They're one of the top franchises in the world. They're doing something right. But what's wrong about their model is that they're advertising something that is not necessarily true, at least in terms of the trainer world. Now, does it really matter 
does it really matter when it's all said and done what it's called? No, it's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the to the consumer, to the member, to the the client because the only thing that really matters is getting results. But if you're looking for a true hit program, doing a intense hour workout with limited rest is not a high intensity interval uh, training program. It's not a hit program. It's just not, you know, it would be the equivalent of, um, I don't know, calling a, uh, a donut, a bagel because it's round and everyone knows what a donut is. So when you invent a bagel, you're saying, Oh, these are donuts. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's a dumb example, but I, I can't think off the top of my head, a good example for it. Um, but it's just, frankly, it's just not, it's, it's flat out wrong. Hit training is not what you find in most gyms. Hit training is not what you find as the advertised class. And, and there's, there's a couple issues with that. Number one, again, it's gyms and trainers capitalizing on a buzzword that, that is now popular in, in public so that they're using it as a way of marketing and advertising, which I completely understand. But also it is a lack of knowledge and a lack of um, education. And that's something that, that, that for me, for someone who spent the last 12 years learning everything I can about this industry, about training people, uh, spending hours upon hours upon hours of my life working with clients and, and diving into books and listening to podcasts and just trying to be the absolute best trainer and coach I could be. When people aren't using the proper uh, terminology and the proper language, it, it, it frankly drives me crazy, especially when it's done in a way to, to entice people to come to their gym. You know, if, if you've done any type of research, which most people don't do, which is cool. I mean, a lot of times I don't do a lot of research either before I go in and buy a product. Right? But you'll find that a lot of these trainers and gyms are advertising things that just aren't true and that aren't aren't exactly what they're advertising, but they're doing it because of buzzwords and because of ways um, that, that the public knows and the public understands. So they want to get the general population in who, who is uneducated. Um, but it, there's, there's a deeper rooted problem to that because that surrounds this entire industry is people who are trying to dupe other people, people who are not educated, but they've spent their life working out. So they feel like they could train other people. Uh, you know, I, I see it all the time. I, I see, you know, meatheads, which I don't see anything wrong with meatheads. You know, I personally love to train like a meathead. I like to lift heavy and hang out in a gym and, and push iron around. And, and I love doing that. All right. But that doesn't, if I just did that, that wouldn't qualify me to help change somebody's life, to help make somebody better physically and mentally. I, I see some people, even some competitors in my area where the head trainer is just somebody who likes to work out. They're not qualified. They haven't spent the last 12, 15 years of their life studying this and working with thousands of clients and, and, and failing over and over and over again with clients, which happens to all the best trainers, you know, no matter what field you're in, you're going to fail in the beginning of your career. And that's how you learn. And to this day, I'm still learning about how to better 
coach people and train people every day. There's a new quote unquote issue that, that a, a client has a member or a member has that, that I need to figure out and I need to learn how to help them with that. But that doesn't happen by spending, you know, the last 15 years of your life in a dirty gold's gym, no offense to gold gym, just using that as a, as an, um, as a big box gym, but working out in a dirty gold's gym, you, th- you think, you think that trainer who, who is, you know, 250 pounds and only cares about how much he could bench press and deadlift and every day has shoulder and back problems is going to help you with your goals. You think that trainer, quote unquote trainer, I use that term loosely, is going to be able to to help you, you know, move better and feel better and lose weight. They might be able to help you lose weight because they'll throw you on some diet that that will help in the short term. But ultimately, it's about long term success. It's about outlasting what you would what you would normally or what you wouldn't have been at or where you would be at if you weren't training. You know, it's about fixing your problems, not making them worse. All right. If you get done training and you have more physical issues than you did before, then it's time to find a new trainer or a new program. Yeah. There, there, everybody now is a trainer. Everybody is a coach. Everyone, just like everyone's an entrepreneur, you go on Instagram and look in their, look in their, uh, their cat and their description. And it says coach, or entrepreneur, you know, even people are putting in their tag names on social media, coach Benny or whatever, you know, but just because you put that in there, just because that you open up a gym doesn't make you a coach. Just because you, you train people doesn't make you a trainer, but spending years, hard fought years and years and years and years and time in the weight room or the gym, or in basements, or wherever you train people, years of experience is what makes a coach. That person is going to be able to help you. And that goes back to what I was talking about earlier, and that's education. So that's why I hate HIT training. And for me, the term HIT training is a broader word. It's a deeper meaning because it shows us where we're at in the fitness industry. I take so much pride in the type of training we do. And I take so much pride in being able to help the people that come through my doors every single day that when there's gimmicks or when there's pretty much posers out there claiming to be coaches claiming to be trainers, using buzzwords to get people in their doors so they could basically steal their money. To me, that's offensive. And I take that personally. And I'm on a mission to make sure that this industry grows and gets better. You know, there, I have a, a bunch of idols out there that are doing their thing, that are doing whatever they can to uplift this and, to uplift this industry and to make us better and to make me better and to make every trainer out there better. But the problem is, is that there's too many people chasing the money, which believe me, there's not a ton (laughs) to be made as a trainer anyway, but there's too many people chasing, chasing 
the wrong path and the wrong reasons. All right, fitness is a hot topic right now, you know, and there's gyms popping up everywhere, everywhere. But do your research. What has that person or those trainers or that gym, what have they done for people? What education do they do they provide for their staff? You know, we just shut down the gym for three days uh, about a week ago to do a three-day-long seminar. I brought the, my whole staff up there because I find it so incredibly important to, to continue with education and to continue to be on the forefront of, of where this industry is going so that we could help as many people as we can. But the fact is that that's just not happening out there. It's, it's not happening in the majority of gyms nationwide. And there's something wrong with that. You know, when, when a client walks through the door, I find it my responsibility to keep them safe. Number one, that's our, always our number one priority is to make sure that they're safe and not getting hurt. But to keep them safe and to help them reach their goals, whatever that goal is. I, I, I take that as a personal responsibility, and my entire staff does too. But there's a lot of gyms that don't. So do your homework. I know I kind of went off on a rant in a little different direction um, about why I hate HIT training. But it, it all comes full circle. It's all under the same umbrella. All right, HIT training is not HIT training in 90% of what's advertised out there. So do your homework, do your research. If you have any questions, please send me an email, mike at ngtcrandolph.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram. My handle is at Mike underscore Ercolano, E-R-C-O-L-A-N-O. And that is it for the Mind, Muscle, and Soul podcast. I will be on again next week. I hope you enjoyed it. And maybe I'll be on with a, another new name of this podcast. Uh, hopefully not. I'm only kidding. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.